Today on the newscast, the Biden White House and its European allies believe reviving the Iran nuclear deal will help prevent a Middle East war. But would a new deal actually make war more and not less likely? A top Israeli expert joins us to give his take next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. 2022 will very likely be the moment of truth for Iran's nuclear program. Either the U.S. and world powers will come to a devil's bargain with the Iranian regime in Vienna and revive that disastrous Iran nuclear deal, or the talks will completely collapse and Iran will very likely look to break out and become a nuclear threshold state. Now, one way or another, we'll likely know where this is heading by the end of this year. By the way, a very important point to remember here is that an Iran deal would only delay the inevitable and kick the can down the road. Once the deal ends in a few years, Iran is free to revive its nuclear program and break out, unless there are major revisions from that 2015 version of the deal, which was absolutely disastrous Iran will remain on course for the bomb, deal or no deal. As I come to you today, the Iranian regime is making unreasonable demands at the negotiating table, including the removal of all sanctions against it. In return, Iran is prepared to give up nothing. In fact, the Iranian regime is moving ever closer to becoming a nuclear power, all while arming its terrorist proxies across the Middle East, threatening to destroy Israel, and directing attacks against U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. Folks, whether a new deal happens or the Vienna talks collapse, one thing seems certain. Israel will never allow Iran to acquire nuclear weapons. The Israeli military is preparing for a possible strike against Iran's nuclear installations, and this crisis could finally come to a head in 2022. That's why we're heading to Israel today to interview one of the world's top experts about the Iran nuclear threat. What does Iran want? How did we get here? How does it affect you? And where is this all heading? Professor Boaz Ganur is the founder and executive director of the International Institute for Counterterrorism in Herzliya, Israel, and he joined me to break it all down. Take a look. Boaz, it is great to have you with us. Hey, these nuclear talks are back in full swing in Vienna. The big question is here in the States, what exactly does Iran want from these talks? And do these talks just delay the inevitable, which is eventually Iran having the bomb? For the time being, what they are trying to achieve is to in- delay the, uh, the discussions uh, in Vienna um, until they will reach the, uh, a certain amount of uh, enrichment material uh, that would allow them to become a threshold nuclear uh, local superpower, if you wish, and then to sign the agreement and lift the sanctions. That, that would fit exactly uh, what, uh, what they are trying to achieve. Iran would gain a great deal from a new deal. What would the West get out of this? It seems like a lose-lose proposition if, if you're here in the West and Iran reaches that threshold and gets the sanctions lifted. If Iran will have a military nuclear capability, this would risk not only Israel, uh, this would be an existential threat to Israel, but it will be an existential threat to many countries in the Middle East, to name a few, uh, the, uh, the Gulf countries, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Kuwait. 
it's also uh, going to endanger the safety of the uh, international community altogether because the Iranians would use the nuclear umbrella that they would uh, achieve in order to deepen their terrorist involvement, their subversion activity in different uh, uh, Arab and Muslim countries in the Middle East and outside the Middle East. If the Western countries doesn't believe uh, that they have either the, the determination or the capability to hold other measures to force Iran and to prevent Iran uh, from, uh, from reaching uh, uh, the ability of having a nuclear bomb, if they don't have any other options, then, well, uh, an agreement, hopefully a good agreement, uh, would be an achievement for, for those countries. You mentioned the nuclear umbrella that Iran would possess, its proxies. You would think that Hezbollah and Hamas would act perhaps much more boldly if Iran had a nuclear capability. Do you see the possibility, if Iran does acquire a nuclear capability, of a nuclear arms race breaking out in the Middle East? Actually, no doubt in my mind that uh, if and when Iran will become a nuclear uh, local superpower, it would not stay uh, uh, in that way that they would be the only power that is holding uh, nuclear capabilities in the Middle East. No doubt in my mind that Saudi Arabia uh, and other countries, Arab countries, uh, would try to have their own uh, capabilities. Uh, um, to tell you the truth, Eric, if you would ask me, I think that the uh, best uh, solution to the situation right now, maybe alongside the uh, efforts to reach a better agreement, uh, maybe instead of uh, uh, reaching an agreement, is to try to establish a new um, local and international alliance vis-a-vis -vis Iran. Let's call it, uh, for the sake of the argument, a second NATO. Uh, in which United States, uh, European countries, Western countries, Australia, Arab countries, Gulf countries, Israel, together will uh, tell the Iranians, look, you are not uh, having uh, the ability to deal with each one alone. You are facing with an alliance which is determined to prevent you from having a nuclear bomb. And, uh, and I think that is the only thing that might deter them and the only thing that might give the back win which is needed in order to sign a good deal uh, if, uh, if it's possible uh, at all uh, altogether. It will definitely prevent a nuclear proliferation because this alliance would have the nuclear umbrella of United States. That's a great point, Boaz, to see a determined alliance. And it seems like we took a step forward, a big step forward, perhaps, with the signing of the Abraham Accords uh, in the past year. What does Israel do if there is a new deal? And what does Israel do if these talks fall apart? Israel believes that uh, Iran uh, becoming a nuclear military uh, local superpower is posing an existential threat to Israel. No lesser than that, not strategic threat, an existential threat to Israel. Because of the size of Israel, Israel is very small, as you know, because of the concentration of the 70% of the majority of the Israeli citizens in a very uh, small territorial area, and because that this fundamentalist Islamist Shiite regime uh, was declaring from day one, from the day the late 70s when Khomeini actually revolted against the Shah and, uh, and established the uh, Islamic Republic of Iran, he said that the main mission is to exterminate Israel. I don't know any other case in the world in which one state is stating that their goal is to exterminate another state altogether. 
and uh, and Israel is listening. Israel is is taking them by the words. And Israel believes that if they would have the capability, they don't have yet the capability to exterminate Israel, but if they would have a nuclear military capability, they, they might believe that they have an option to achieve this goal. And in, uh, for that matter, I think that uh, from an Israeli point of view, all the options are on the table. All the options, with not, not excluding any option altogether. If you would ask me personally, by the way, Eric, I don't think that Israel should take the hot potatoes uh, for the whole region and for the whole world uh, by uh, attacking uh, Iran alone. This, going back to what I've said before, uh, should be the task of an alliance of many states that feel that a nuclear Iran is posing an existential threat to them. Very important information there from Professor Boaz Ganur. Folks, if you want to hear more about the Iran threat, all of the latest news coming out of the Middle East and the prophetic significance, and most importantly, how it affects you no matter where you live, be sure to join us tomorrow, Thursday, January 20th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Right here on the channel, we will be featuring Amir Sarfati of Behold Israel, one of our favorite channels here on YouTube. Amir joins us from the Golan Heights, right along the Israel-Syria border, to break down all of the latest Middle East news. You will not want to miss us tomorrow with Amir Sarfati of Behold Israel. That's Thursday, January 20th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, debuting right here on the Watchman channel. Hey, we've been looking forward to getting with Amir for a while now, and it is happening finally for such a time as this. Don't miss that tomorrow. Until then, thanks for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.